Hey guys, Micah here to let you know that we are doing a giveaway for the month of December. Uh, I will have a link in the description down below and it is also available on our Facebook page. To a bite of DD podcast where we add flavor to your games and campaigns. I am Zach, and to my right is my co host, Micah. And today we're going to be talking um, in a little bit shorter format of episode about tavern games. Uh, Micah, tell us what do I mean, or what do we mean by tavern games? So when we talk about tavern games, we're trying to give you alternative ways to maybe roleplay time in a tavern, maybe make a little bit of coin, but it's it's a non-combat encounter. Yes. It should still be, a, a, like, we feel like these should still be encounters of some kind. Um, there should still be dice being rolled. Um, it should still feel like you're actively trying to... Uh, they're there's stakes there, and you're actively trying to uh, accomplish it. Uh, yeah, I think that the key here is that, not especially in campaigns, not every day, not every session is a session that demands a combat encounter. If you're in the middle of a city that you're actually fine with being in, and you and you know you don't have any trouble there. Um, as a DM, you might not want to say, well, a band of ruffians come in and, you know, start a fight. Like, sometimes the situation does not dictate that. Mm -hmm. But at the core, this is still a game. Or, uh, for instance, maybe you've already had that epic encounter. Maybe you've saved this town and they're throwing a festival in your honor. For sure. Well, how can you add something to that that keeps your players engaged, that that makes it more exciting for them, um, things like that. Right. This is... The, the importance here is that there should be a balance between the game mechanical aspect of D&D and the storytelling aspect. And you don't always have to have an encounter in every session. But sometimes what the player wants is to pick up and roll some physical dice. And Win some story, money. Yeah, exactly. And the story doesn't always allow for that in a combat scenario. So this is a great way to say, I know you want to roll dice. Here's a way that I can do that. Fulfill that need within the story, which is a really cool thing. And I think it's something that not a lot of DMs utilize. Uh, I think a lot of DMs, or at least in my experience, a lot of DMs are like, all right, so I guess they're going to fight some cats in a back alley. That's what I could throw at them this session. Yeah, or maybe they do try and do games, and it's, well, uh, roll a percentage dice. Yeah. And if you beat 50%, then you won. You won. Or, uh, well, if you want to cheat, you can roll a sleight of hand, I guess. Like, there's, it doesn't feel like you're playing anything. It just feels like you're well, trying to make an ability check, which no, is, is different. Yeah, there's no added value there, right? What you're saying as the DM is, I'm fine with you doing this, but I don't value it as part of the story. Yeah, yeah. And that's not fair, especially to characters like bards, rogues, mm-hmm. things like that, who their whole character is designed around this ability to... These charismatic... Uh, shifty. 
yeah, these shifty guys, they're they're trying to pull the, the hood over your eyes. They're doing the shell game, you know, exactly. where they're, they're trying to keep you distracted and uh, stuff like that. So these are great in that they flesh out the world by providing both mundane and also meaningful NPC interactions. And so now I think a, a cool thing would be to kind of talk about tavern games can be accidental. You can just see an in, want to stop by and be like, are they playing the game in the end? Can I make a little bit of coin, like you said? But sometimes also you can take this idea of a non-combat encounter and, and put a quest to it. Uh, and sometimes those can be very basic quests. Sometimes those can be grand in scale. But I think that that's um, another way that this can be approached. And so like maybe a couple examples is... Uh, on the smaller scale, you could walk into a tavern, you know, be, be sitting there with your uh, companions, and this uh, druid comes up to you, and he, he's down on his luck, and he tells you that his hawk animal companion uh, he has lost in a game of chance. Basically, it was down to nothing, and it now sits behind the bar in a small cage, and he is begging you to challenge the victor in his stead and win back this bird. Uh, the downside, of course, being he has no funds, there's no chance of a reward, you'll have to have your own buy-in, like there's all these horrific things, but in a sense, this is a quest, this is a person in need, and is your party willing to play a game, roll some dice, loot, potentially lose some money, if not more, uh, to try to, in a sense, do the right thing, help this man win back a part of himself. Well, and the reason I like this is because any really good aligned characters are going to want to lend this guy hand, especially if you have like a, a, a druid in your party, a ranger in your party, someone who generally befriends animals anyway. And if they're not willing to gamble, they can't just beat this guy up and take it. I mean, you're in town, they will call the guard, you're disrupting this establishment yep. and the guy won it fair and square it's, yep. it is his property so if they are if they try to resolve it with combat they are in the wrong yep. so I, I like it because it provides them an opportunity to develop their characters um, but it does it in a way where they can't just murder hobo their way through it right the other one that we had um, that we thought was really cool was that you've got this ancient red dragon um, that lives near this kingdom. And over the years, you know, he's he's decided that he really enjoys gambling. And he's gotten bored just flying around burning stuff. And so he has invited um, the nearby kingdoms to send in their best gamblers uh, to wager the, the kingdom's golden stuff against him laying waste. So instead of going out, pillaging it, whatever, he's like, you know what, you send me your best gamblers and we will uh, give you an opportunity to win yourself out of this. Um, kind of as a way of paying tribute. Um, and he's never lost. It's up to you, like, are you willing to kind of take him on, kind of challenge him uh, to get him to, to move out? Yeah, move out and maybe more. You know, uh, this could be a higher level uh, adventure for a higher level party is a great way to do more than just go fight a dragon, which is sometimes what you want. Sometimes you want to be like, okay, I've done that. What's something new? Mm-hmm. Right? And this could be something. Now, typically this is where we would go into some more detail into the topic and kind of hash out some more minutia 
um, of, of the subject matter. But here, instead, we have a list of our favorite, uh, some of the games we really like um, to play and some of the rules that go along with those. We feel like it would be better to just give you those as a link or in a download uh, our Facebook page. You could peruse them at your leisure as opposed to us sitting here and reading a, a page full of rules. Yeah, too. a lot of these have some nice diagrams to go along with them to kind of help explain what it is. And really, it would be pretty boring if you guys sit here and listen to us just read through a list of rules. So we'll, we'll have a bunch of games posted uh, for you for free on the Facebook page. You can go take a look at those. Um, if you guys have anything that you've done at your table uh, that you enjoy, uh, feel free to share those. Uh, let us know. But it's something worth taking a look at, but I think for us to go through it, it's just going to be a, a mind-numbing right. slog of, of information. Yeah, I think what I will say is that most of these are dice games because you want your players... I mean, your players are coming with dice to the table. They and want to play dice. And they're all pretty simple in nature. Some of them are, like, so simple. You know, there's, there's Dice 21, where basically you're rolling and you're trying not to get over 21, but get as close as you can. Like, that's super simple. There's, like, a paragraph of rules, and you're done. Uh, and there's, that's... There's one called, like, Giants and Halflings, uh, wasn't there, where... Yeah, that's a newer um, game, and it's it's got a lot of complex rules, but it also... Along with those complex rules, it's easier to bet on, and to it feels more like a real game in certain aspects. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have these posted for you guys. Let us know what you think. Um, but I think for us on this one, that pretty well wraps it up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thank you all for stopping by, and we will see you next week. See ya.